Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Help me finish this sentence. Right. Yeah, Red Bull Part 2 looms as Brendan's boys take it to Hitler's home. <laughs> <laughs> This week, Hybe's hoodoo lifted as the Celts come out on top in the game of the season so far. Red Bull Part 2 looms as Brendan's boys head to Germany and hope to pull off the great escape. All this and more on the latest episode of 20 Minute Tips. Hello and welcome to episode 154 of 20 Minute Tims. I am your host back from my holidays in Lark Hall, Jamie. I am joined this week by Stephen. Greetings. Melly, hello. How are we doing? Great. Um, Stephen, excellent. Welcome home. That was a wee, that's basically a month off. You've mental. Had. Do you remember how to do this? Uh, just about. Aye. Just about. Did you miss me? Tell the truth. Deeply. Like the deserts miss the rain. <laughs> oh, nice. no, <laughs> no. Melly didn't. Melly didn't. Um, before we start, let's uh, just just get some housekeeping out of the way. Um, we have a Patreon for anyone that might be interested. Um, we're doing extra content for the people that support us through the Patreon. You can check that out at www.patreon.com slash 20 Minute Tims. And um, the last couple of weeks, well, well I've done a so- my first ever solo pod on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, a wee break from, I don't think there was really much football chat. It was just myself and Chris McQueer and a sort of... Famed author. Chris uh, famed author. Friend of the podcast. Um, we just sat down and we spoke about work and life and football and dugs and, and basically everything. It was a bit more... Um, Oh, what could you compare it to? Like a cross between 20 Minute Tims and a really, 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 really poor Joe Rogan <laughs> episode. But, you know, we, we tried it something new um, and we've got a few more bits and bobs coming up in yeah, the coming definitely. months um, f- for that. But this is the regular Monday podcast, the famed regular Monday podcast, international break, out of the way. Oh, Christ. No more of those for at least another week and a bit. I know. When's when? the next? When's November. The next? November. November. We don't. No one likes international breaks. No. Lee Griffiths doesn't even like international breaks anymore. He would rather sit at Lennox Town himself and <laughs> on a treadmill. On a treadmill. Well, to be fair, sort of. he, he could be using it. Aye. He could be doing it. Um, Do you think he's actually on a treadmill? I think he's just he's doing like those weights with those wee pink like Reebok. Do you remember? Um, you get? I, I, this is a, this might age me, but do you remember back in the day the gay exchange advert? Yes, the yes I do. Remember yeah, the wee yeah. guy in the background going dig it in, dig it in, yes, dig it yeah. in. I think that's what Lee Griffiths. We'll is try doing. and find that and upload it on it. <laughs> I can imagine that's how Lee Griffiths works out. Um, yeah, what do you make? What do you make of the Lee Griffiths exiting the the Scottish international fold? I don't blame him. Would you want to go and play for that good man? What would you turn up McLeish? No, I absolutely <laughs> would not. It must just be quite disheartening to be a Scotland player out there trying your best, or if you're Lee Griffiths, just trying. 
trip note because I don't think Lee Griffiths ever really tries his best at mm. things. And just to see that enthusiasm vampire haunting the touchline <laughs> like Nosferatu shouting instructions at you. So no wonder Lee Griffiths canned it. Yeah, we we spoke about this in the last episode we did without you, um, Lee Griffiths. There seems to just be just misfortune at every turn for yeah. Lee Griffiths. It's something he's got to sort himself out with though as well because he's clearly not fit and he needs to sort that out at his stage of his career. There's no excuses. To be three months into a season and 10 years into a professional career and no fit is absolutely unforgivable. And the reason the reason I bring it up again is because didn't feature. Yeah. Didn't feature against Hibs and that would have been a game melee that would have hurt him because that was game of the season. And oh, he would yes. have, want, he oh, would have lovely, wanted to be involved. Lovely game. He always likes playing against Hibs, prefers against Hearts really, <laughs> but he uh, wasn't missed. No, absolutely not. What a performance from the boys. Had my little balls <laughs> nice and warm that game yesterday, so it did. Oh, we yes. need a few more of those coming into the winter months because we're getting into that minus minus temperatures territory soon enough. Um, game of the season for you, Stephen? Yeah, oh, definitely. So far, it's up there. The St. Johnson game was great as well, but with yeah. very different circumstances. Hibs are a much better team than St. Johnson. I'll, I always look forward to games against Hibs because... Frankly, they're a good team to watch, yeah. and they always give Celtic a good a good game. First fact, time Rogers has beaten uh, Lenny at Parkhead. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Um, but for example, they always score two goals against Celtic. They always get two goals in every game. That's five of the last six times they've played, and that's since they came up from the Championship. In five of those six games, they've scored two goals against Celtic. They really took it to his melee. They did. It's always an entertaining game, Hibs. I was, unfortunately, just so randomly happened to be in holiday for both home games against Hibs last year so I hadn't seen them in the flesh apart from at Hamden but they're a good team yeah. they're good to yeah. watch and it's refreshing seeing a team set up to go up against Celtic because they, they did a game plan and mm-hmm. it worked for parts of the game but again when the hoops turn up there's bugger all you can do about it <laughs> no. apart from bend over and take it <laughs> there, I mean there's not much I mean Hibs are pretty pretty powerless for, for vast periods of the game much to Neil Lennon's frustration mm. if you hear them after the match talking about it um, Hibs are great going forward as I've just said with them always scoring at least two goals against Celtic but it, maybe also great in defence I think that's maybe a, something they can they can be working on <laughs> incidentally I saw Ambrose was playing in that game and just last week he turned 30 <laughs> what? how did that happen? I, I was convinced he was at least 35 <laughs> how did that happen? who's he? Benjamin Button Benjamin Button I thought he was I thought he was 30 when he signed for us I know uh, Jesus um, the Celtic lineup, Melly did that provide you with any surprises no we think it was sort of mentioned Friday that Griffiths wasn't going to be mm. playing so it sort of saved Rogers a bit of headache well, last time we spoke Scott Brown was obviously injured for the St Johnston game pummeled them that, how does he get his place back mm. but with uh, Griffiths going out meant King Eddie went up top McGregor went out left and Brown comes in which we knew he would because he's going to start yeah. a game against Hibs but team looked good again unfortunately Brown went off injured but as I said there is nothing you can do when Big Tam's on the form like that. no we will get to Tam Rogic well Brown was off very early on what was that about the 20th minute and yeah. it, he'd actually he'd already been booked inside a minute yep. not the only major UK captain to have been booked inside 60 seconds at the weekend Vincent Company get booked after 35 seconds oh, was in it? this game he probably should have get sent off actually to be honest but yeah was it, was it a foul? it was hard for me to tell brown one? yeah uh, there wasn't a great deal in it I think it was because of where it was in the pitch rather than anything else that, that led to it being a booking I think if you do that in the halfway line probably yeah. gets allowed to pass 
it wasn't a huge amount in it. Maybe a, a slight tug, and he's kind of cut across the back of the guy. I know Tom Boyd had huge problems with it on uh, Celtic TV. <laughs> I've watched the game back on Celtic TV. That's it's honestly hilarious now. Like the the commentary team on that, they're just they just spend the entire game just shrieking about every single foul. I, I'm actually convinced that. You know how the Paradise Windfall is fake? We've discussed this yeah. in this podcast before. I'm pretty sure Celtic TV is also fake. <laughs> I'm convinced it's just Jerry McCulloch with a soundboard and if there's only three buttons on it. It's <laughs> wonderful. It's in the back of the net and that's a red card. <laughs> those, those are the only three things they ever say. <laughs> but on Brown, obviously forced into early, early changes and it's a fairly major one at that. It may be interesting that Ibuki Kuwasi, who's yeah. fancied as the the Brown replacement doesn't replace Brown when he comes off the pitch. Yeah, right Bore on him later. Yeah, indeed. Sinclair comes on, and I suppose it's not it's not really Plan B. I wouldn't say that because McGregor has proved in the last few games that he's capable of sort of dropping into that yeah. that Pirlo, the deep line playmaker role. It's strange to think a guy that's playing basically part of a front three then gets dropped back to sit in front of the defence mm. and he does it seamlessly. Everyone, he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Ta- tactically excellent is what Brendan Rodgers called him. Yes. That, yeah. When he went back in, it was the same as the St. Johnson game. That midfield three just popped it off and we're playing so much quicker. The intensity is there again. It's not four touches and release the ball. It's one touch out, bang it away. And Hibs couldn't they live with it when you watch the goals back. It's just cutting right through the middle yeah. of them. Pop, 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 bang in the back of the net. Great stuff to watch. Hibs play some of that as well. They get they it forward quickly. So the, is that intensity is the key to what makes Celtic uh, to what makes Celtic tick. The way the speed and the quality of the the quick passing, the short pass, and the movement. And Tom Rogic is the linchpin for all that, as far as I'm concerned, because he was he was sensational yesterday. Aside from the early goal, Celtic had already hit the woodwork twice yeah. before that. They're, they're opening five minutes. I think they hit the post through Edward and. McGregor with a really clever free kick from miles out trying to keep had to keep it off his line. So it's it's really quick starts we're getting from Celtic. Mm. It's something we've kind of been crying out for for a long time. It is, and everybody looks it looks like confidence is back yeah. for everybody. And what a difference Benkovic has made. Yeah. Put, Rogic got my match in the stadium, but Benkovic was absolutely faultless, man. He was an absolute man mountain. And there's not a lot of players that are going to get past him. I know Hibs scored two goals, but yeah. neither, neither of the goals were his fault. But he's just brilliant, and you're just like, what a player we've hopefully got in our hands. Who's, who's, whose fault were the goals? Boyata for the second one. Boyata for both, actually. Uh, I, said. I would have said Boyata for both, and I was going to maybe say Michael Lustig mm. for, 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 for uh, Martin bullied. Boyle's goal. Yeah, he got bullied off the ball. Benkovic, I just sort of look on wistfully watching yeah. him playing because we most loan signing Celtic make you kind of kid yourself into thinking well get him signed at the end of the can if we get yeah. in there early we could maybe talk him into but it's never happening with this one even with Roberts to a certain extent like even going back as far as Gadetti or even Bellamy we were still at the time thinking oh we're going to get him signed but with Benkovic unfortunately there's absolutely no chance of it and I think we just there's as no long point, as we know that but yeah, yeah. You, there's no point dwelling to... on it now we just need to enjoy him while he's here there was a moment in the first half though where I just it made me feel sorry for Jack Henry because Benkovic came out with the ball and actually was outpaced to it. I think it was either Boyle or Slivka or something that actually got nipped in ahead of him and took the ball off him and, and started an attack. 
And I just thought, see if Jack Henry had done that. <laughs> the stadium would have burst into flames. Um, imagine how different Craig Bellamy's career would have been if he did decide to stay at Celtic. Oh, yeah. Aye. I mean, where did, where did he end up after us? Everywhere. Liverpool, Everywhere. Man, Man, City, Man City, West Ham. Blackburn. Blackburn, uh, I yeah. made a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool, <laughs> wasn't he? Aye, at Liverpool, aye. Cardiff as well, yeah. Cardiff, aye. Jeez, man, he... But he's got a few quid. Craig Bellamy's got a few quid. I think it, I don't know why we're, we've ended up talking about Craig Bellamy, but at, at the time, I think he was quite keen on staying at Celtic, and obviously everyone wanted him to stay. But I think he he was refreshingly honest about it. I think it was just like he couldn't can't afford me. He can't afford me. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of my, my favourite players. Yeah. Uh, one of my favourite players, but he was tracking book as well. By the way, it's a good read. Is it? Yeah, he seems like a thoroughly nice guy. He's got his own uh, foundation. Ah, he's got open. a foundation or charity, doesn't he? Um, back to back to present day Celtic. Tom Rodgick with the first goal. Oh, back that that was that's my summation of it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you open Tom Rodgick's autobiography. Just pick any page, and there will be a goal like that. That is textbook Rodgick. But just oh yeah, <laughs> quote from Melly Melly from Twenty Minute Tims in inverted commas. <laughs> oh. I, on the front cover, <laughs> it was uh, just again like he's got that Velcro on his boots. It's just stuck to him. He, he, those turns he does the one two. Uh, him and Forrest link up really well. That's a good few again, goals yeah. recently. They've done that. And that finish again. Like, he barely gets any backlift in his shots. It's yeah. just power and placement. And it was quite reminiscent of the goal against the Huns last year at Ibrooks mm. in the 3-2 game. Lovely finish. Good start to the game and it just gets you off. Lovely wee kick to the corner <laughs> well, flag as well. Nice. <laughs> Actually, one of my highlights of the game came just after that goal and it involved Rogic again. He, he created a chance for what would have been one of the goals of the season. He, he sort of juggled the ball back and forward between his feet, beat a couple of players. This was out in the kind of wide left and played Tierney, played just a through oh, ball right. through to Tierney and Tierney cut it back to Encham, who shot for about 25 yards. And it was actually a really good save from Bogdan, but what a goal that would have been. Some of the some of the interplay and some of especially Tom Rodgick's passing mm. in the <sighs> final third was stuff that I've not seen at Celtic Park for a long time, probably because he's not been in the team. That through ball for an as soon as that ball left Rodgick's foot, you knew it was going in the back of the net because yeah. it cut the defence right open. Again, like the St Johnston game, just placed it exactly where Cham would want. He yeah. didn't have to do anything but just stroke it home. Lovely finish. Cham had a couple of decent shots before that and you could, could tell this is going to be his day because yeah. he was playing well. Shots were close. Like Bogdan made a good, real good save, one that was Aaron right into the top corner. He was on form. Him, McGregor and Rogic in midfield. It's just hard to play against when they're in that form. It shows you how well Rogers has been managing the squad in recent weeks. Throughout the slight dip in performance and the, the, the kind of dip in form we've been talking about for a long time now, he managed the squad really well because Rogic came out for two or three games and then he got deservedly injured and missed, so. it, missed it. Yeah, he deservedly so. And he's come back in and that's two games in a row but he's been by far the best player on the, on the pitch. Yep, and... The, Forrest I thought was pretty quiet but then all of a sudden just a wee devastating pass inside and that's Rogic puts it in the back of the net pass through for Cham lovely wee you know I like those finishes the right foot <laughs> yeah, into yeah. the far <laughs> corner lovely stuff but to be fair to Hibs it got at half time like Sinclair should have put the game beyond mm. doubt boys I'm sorry to say 
You're done. My prediction <laughs> is not looking good for remind, Scott. Remind people what your prediction might have been. I said he'd get five goals this season. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> I think you might have 20 goals this season. Don't yes. in any of my predictions. Although, that's another three French goals, lads. Aye. I can just only hope that we're going to sign a French centre-forward in January to get these numbers. What Bappy, nationality is Malumbu? What about Malumbu? Does he count? What's, what nationality is he? I think he's... Is he what is he? Congolese? Yeah, I so think, I think so. Is that French yeah, speaking? That's French speaking, I'm taking it, definitely. Yeah. What's uh, Giroud up to here? He's still scoring, but no, get, get him in it. Yes, but unfortunately, Scott Sinclair's gone. I think he's gone. You done? He, he was <coughs> choking, choking on his words here. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. He just looked like a guy that didn't want the ball just out there. He was sort of playing like a sort of right, right wing side, back. Yeah. In the second half, Forrest went into the centre and Edward went out wide. I was just looking at Sinclair. He did that chance where he hit the post and after that, confidence completely shot. If he bangs that in, he maybe gets 18 goals in the rest of the game and that's me flying. But, oh, he just didn't look good. And during the game as well, I was just looking at Edward. He had a couple of chances and there was a lot of good balls into the box, cutbacks and he just wasn't in the right positions where an instinctive striker would yeah, be. Yeah. And there was a couple of chances like that where I thought, I don't know if he's an out-and-out striker. His hold-up play wasn't great at times, but then he bangs in a couple of goals at the end and I'm made to eat my words. So. His passing is quite rubbish at times, Edward. He quite often cuts he's inside so rough, and, he? and passes it behind someone when really a, a kind of good combination could have occurred. On Sinclair, there was a chance from that combination again Rogic and Forrest just brilliant together, just knocking wee balls into each other. Oh, the they, the they stuck Sinclair through, and he just he takes a touch, a completely unnecessary touch, and by that point, the keeper closes him down. A confident player sticks that away, just rattles mm. it first time. But we can't keep doing that. We can't keep saying, "Oh, he just needs confidence. He just needs running games," because he's he's not he's not doing it. And no. we can't keep going. I about two seasons ago because that's well, a long that, time in football. That's what I said. You know, it's, I was prepared to give Sinclair Sinclair a blank slate um, this season, meaning. I don't want to talk about what how good he was yeah. two seasons ago. Kid on, we just signed him in the summer. He's not the the most polite thing I can say is he he lacks effectiveness hmm. on the field. He's not. He doesn't do much. One thing I think we need to do for Sinclair is, and I don't know if this happens or not. It seems very simple, but it's something that changed McGeady's game as well. Only the other way about. McGeady couldn't run onto a ball, so you had to give McGeady the ball to feet hmm. so he could take the man on. Sinclair's the opposite. You need to give Sinclair a ball to run onto. See if you give him a ball and he just stops it, then people double up on him and he can't beat the man because right. he doesn't have a trick and he he doesn't. You know what I mean? So playing playing him through where he can use his pace seems like the best way to use him. But at this stage, it's just like well, maybe that's just too much effort and we just we just don't play him. Anymore. We need to look at the at this stage. We need to look at the pattern of Scott Sinclair's career now and yeah. and just face the fact that this it's just happened again. He doesn't have three seasons in him at any any one club, and that's been borne out through every club he's been at. It's bizarre. It yeah. must be him. It must be him. Mm. You know, it must be he must come full of energy and like anybody that starts a new job, I'm really going to make an impact here. Get the quick wins in, and then as time goes by. But it may be... Maybe, that, maybe that's his strength then. Maybe he just needs to move on and do it again yeah. somewhere else. Maybe Journeyman. that's what he needs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's frustrating because that player we've seen was electric. We've spoke about it before, like the Astana 5-0 game. Yeah. He, he was unplayable. Just play it in and that's it. It's just basically a goal now. If we sold him, you wouldn't have really noticed much no, different. I would, I would add... See, 
see if having Scott Sinclair on the books, paying him so much money, is preventing us bringing in someone else. I don't think it is, but I would. Well, I would sell him. I, 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 I would definitely sell him. Um, Problem being, he's got probably going to have to play on Thursday because we have no James A. Forrest. But more on that later. Yeah, more on that. That's right. You probably will. Um, Celtic went to half time, two goals up, but Florian Camberry managed to stick one in the back of the net. Yeah, uh, that's the noise that's I made when I saw that goal going. Neil Lennon's done it again with that boy, hasn't he? he Absolutely. Has. And what I said at the start of this, I said I actually enjoy Hibs playing. There's not many teams in Scotland I can say that about. I actually like to watch Hibs play. I don't want to see them beat Celtic, obviously, but. They seem to just do it all the time, and very rarely with Scottish teams that come away from every single game thinking, oh, that guy looks a player. Mm. It happens on occasion. I thought that Glenn Kamara looked quite good at Dundee, and maybe one or two others. Oh, just, um, a, just a second. You mentioned Dundee. Can oh, we, wee minute moment silence. Yeah, can we please pray a moment of silence for uh, Neil McCann, who lost his job last week? And so, Florian Camberry. <laughs> yeah. um, I always come away from every time I see them thinking of sort of I've discovered a new player and I, I really like the look of that Horgan who played well and they just seem to do it time and time again Hibs they just seem to dig up these players and I'm Marlon it was, it was Bar- yeah Marlon it was Barker last season who I like mm. the look of and we all know about Boyle Boyle who is now about to probably play for Australia instead of Scotland because yep. Scotland have dithered and <laughs> dicked around over that one well done lads um, but I, I, I just I'm always impressed with someone new every time I watch yeah. Hibs play Going in 2 0 at half time, good result, but I never thought that's it. Because no, not with Hibs. Hibs, they've always got a goal in them. Two. Yeah, always <laughs> always two two. In them. <laughs> uh, there was no funny handballs around this time, unfortunately. Nothing, mm, nothing bizarre. But, uh, well, don't say that to Neil Lennon because he thought. Um, oh, robbed, wasn't he? Well, he thought he was robbed. Did you hear his post match comments? He was angry. He thought um, Benkovic. I thought should Benkovic should have been sent off. I don't, I mean, I don't, I can't think he, he sort of it. contradicted himself there because he said for Celtics, I think he said for Celtics' second goal or third goal, he said that Boyle should know the dark arts better and should have pulled Forrest, right. pull, pulled Forrest down hmm. no, at halfway line, right. yeah, and taken a, taking the yellow card. But then he's moaning about Benkovic committing a similar foul and not getting a red card. So either want fouls in the game or you don't, Neil. Come on, stop moaning. Um, Lennon was a bit strange after the game he was a little bit fiery as he always is I love him I love him I I love him as well but I I just for the love of God no say this chat about coming back to Celtic not a chance man I couldn't I couldn't deal with (laughs) I couldn't deal with it I feel like I get you know how there's like secondhand smoke yeah I feel like I get secondhand stress off Neil Lennon I feel like through the telly I find myself getting all wound up just for on his behalf He, he is never any further than about 30 seconds from outright meltdown and I don't it's want brilliant. to see that do you, know what, do you know what supporting Celtic with Neil Lennon as a manager is like it's like one of those Jason Statham movies like Crank or something <laughs> just inject it right into my veins it's <laughs> the mechanic uh, it's just like the mechanic it's like a shopping trolley full of lit fireworks getting flung down a close <laughs> it's like there's never a second's piece it's always chaos he's always picking fights and arguing with people and trying to batter Ali McCoy and all that it's absolutely sensational and I want more of it it's brilliant watching him the touchline you just see his <laughs> arms flying everywhere and just going his players must be like, tu- he's gubbing chewing tobacco on the side <laughs> of the pitch and all that and did you hear him after the game? Did you ask the Celtic manager that? Mm-hmm. Did you ask, why are you asking me that? Don't get smart with me, is, is his parting comments. Yes, lady. 
But see that goal, I, I don't know why, but I just get the feeling I remember that goal for a long time though. There's a sort of opposition goals that yeah. it was quite an unusual goal the way he finished it. That left foot just sort of quite smashed like it. Ibrox last and season. Into yeah. the top corner. I seem to remember like Valicia scored a couple mm. of peaches at Parkhead. You know, you get these opposition players you remember, but it was a smashing goal. By a wee dick running over at the Green Brigade after he scored, but mm. standing there, don't get that. I don't get that either. You funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's Melly getting him back for the Green Brigade. Um, after that goal, Melly, I was thinking about you when I when I saw the goal back. Edward almost scored another. What did he hit the post about four times or something like yes. that in that game? He could have had a a double hat trick, but he he ran solo run coming off the left and. Nearly. Did that? Did that lovely wee finish you like and just just kissed the post and came back out again? Craig Gordon, an absolute majestic oh, save. save from, from that, Boyle, oh, yeah. If that goes in, I, I don't know how he done it. He just mm. going back across himself as well. Yeah, just, he just uh, managed to get that yeah. wrist around it. It was some save because he was going back across the way. So kudos to Craigie G for that. But uh, but Celtic returned. Yes, Forest. You need to use words. You can't just I, gesticulate with. I prefer this, <laughs> like a steam escaping. Why don't you? Why don't you bail him out here, Stephen? Yeah, Forrest. That goal tempted to say it was all Forrest, but see when it gets to Edward, he's still got work to do. It looked like a tap-in at first glance, but Forrest has run basically the length of the half on the left-hand side, and, and probably should have been brought down. But you know, fair play to the guy for not doing it. Should have been hauled down. He cuts it back for Edward, who knocks it in. But if you actually watch it back, two defenders are closing in on the ball as it passes between them. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like lift doors are closing, and Edward gets it in between the space as it's closing down. It, it there was more to it than it looked at on first glance. It was actually quite a good finish. It kind of reminded me of Forest goal against Carrigandy, where Stokes went down right. and cut it yeah. back. But his was a bit higher, but just down the same side, same end of the pitch. It was just a bit like that. But powerful running from Forest. We maybe don't give him enough credit for how powerful he is when he goes in those runs. Um, he was sort of playing that, your favourite false 49 up there. <laughs> he was 49. <laughs> striker and Edward moved out left. That's why I was a bit worried. Like We've only got one striker really in mm. Griffiths. But as I say, we missed a few chances. We think a poacher puts that away. But King Eddie saved the day for us. Go free one up and then he Rogic off and Kuasi. He's alive. Aye, Kuasi came on. Um, and then uh, Hibs scored it almost instantaneously. <laughs> I thought uh, that was Martin Boyle that scored yes. that. I thought he took his ball. I like a chip over the keeper. Yeah, it was all over the finish and he just bullied Lustig off the yeah, ball. He... Big, big uh, physical Lustig. <laughs> <laughs> People often talk about he just get thrown off the ball. It was a, a, a lovely finish to be fair to the guy because Gordon came out in fairness to him and closed the angle yeah. down well and he just he just clipped it over him. Messi style. Messi style. <laughs> I think it was... Uh, well, yeah, I pro- kind of get sucked in in the halfway line because mm. when you see see the replay of the goal, Lustig's in a sort of central defensive position mm. rather than the right back. Benkovic is miles away because Bayata's stepped right out, hasn't made the challenge, it's been popped off and behind and he's through it. And it was a great finish. And you thought, oh, 3-2, we've just taken off Rogic. You're thinking there was still a fair amount of time to yeah. go in the game. You're like, oh dear. But, but it was a cracking game. Obviously, being a Celtic fan, it's Good to see, but if you're a neutral watching that game, it must have been brilliant. Yeah, because I enjoyed it, even though it was wasn't sealed until the last few minutes. But it yeah. could have went either way. Especially if those, a third goal, those you know. last ten minutes, it was it was 
terrific stuff. Neutrals don't watch these games though because they don't. We wouldn't dream of televising a game like that. No, why would you? Yeah, you, it would obviously be some away dross on a Sunday. <laughs> you would never dream of showing the two best footballing teams in the country <laughs> no, playing no, each other. Instead, they just show uh, Hamilton v Rangers yeah. on that plastic abomination. Basketball court painted green with rubber crumbs pulled on it. <laughs> so Hibs never came back from the game twice but they did manage to get themselves somewhat in it twice but they were always in it weren't they plus they've got guys on the bench that can come on and make a difference can't they if it wasn't for Celtic's absolutely blistering first half it would have been an awful lot closer mm-hmm. again in the second half but it just blew all the a lot of the work was done in the first half with just that incredible start Celtic made I think Lennon said that after the game he was really disappointed with how Hibs had started the game and they were better in the second half so it really was all in there Hibs are always yeah, I, I, t- I know what you mean. You're, you're kind of tempted to say in the game, but not really, yeah. if you know what I mean. Uh, but Edouard Melly finished it off. Yeah, I like, I like minute. how he plays Stone Roses when he scores now as well. I like that wee touch. It was another good goal. Just going to the game, I, I was looking forward to the game like because it was Celtic Hibs, because you know you're probably going to get a good game. And going away from it, I was like, that was brilliant. Like, we're back, boys. We're I, think, back. I think we are. I think we are. Um, certainly looks that way. We're certainly making progress. 10 goals in our last two games, which is, mm. which is looking at it, they scored seven in the first seven games of the season. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, seven first seven league games. Edward scored to make his a double, and that's the fifth double from a Celtic player against Hibs in the last sort of season and a bit since they came back up. Okay. Can you name the four that got them last season? McGregor scored two. Correct. Uh, it was the game that McGinn got two in yeah. as well, yeah. Mm. Uh, Dembele got Correct. two. Lusty get two in the cup. Yep, in the semi final in that hideous green strip thing. Uh, and, and it's not Griffiths Armstrong? Nope. No. Men- he's been mentioned on this podcast. Sinclair? He's been written off on this podcast. Sinclair, right? Sinclair, yeah, oh, he got a double. There we go. Fair that must have been his last time he scored <laughs> two goals in the game, probably. Edward himself, that's he's back in scoring form. That's what, four in his last three after going eight without any. So it's it's good to see him back scoring goals. Yep, and his goals. So I think as it stands just now, Kilmarnock are still leading the forum table. Yeah. With a uh, five wins and a loss in the last six. But was you that said that was it, tell us that stat he tells off air that's quite remarkable. Well, I believe that since Steve Clark took over Kilmarnock, no team in the league has scored more points than than his Kilmarnock. <laughs> that is incredible. Includes Celtic. That's incredible for Kilmarnock. Resurgent gels. When you think that, about yeah. how many times in the last couple of years Kilmarnock have been on the very precipice of, of, of relegation, of, of relegation yeah, and, and going out of yeah. business. Is also, that, Hibs must be probably second in that table, so mm-hmm. that was a really good result yesterday. Oh, Hibs, probably up until yesterday. Hibs have been playing really well recently. That They've been flying as well. So Bowie teams may be a, too strong a term to use against Celtic, but Celtic had only won two of the last five meetings because there was a couple of draws, wasn't there? Well, it was two each. We didn't beat them at Parkhead last no. season at all. This first That's time right. Rogers beaten there. They gave us a tough game in the cup. Yeah. It was 4 2. Uh, Easter Road. But they're a good they team. Us, I'd, so. I'd love to see them finish second. I'd, yeah. I'd really like so to see that this season. Um, so that was, that was Hibernian, as we said. That, that moved Boy, Celtic. was it? That was. And that moved Celtic into second place in the league. And as we record this today, I think the Huns are sitting fifth as they are, scoring two penalties to beat Hamilton, but they were absolutely rotten. Leipzig, that is the next one now. This is the Red Bull team that play in Germany. The other Red Bull team are the ones that play in Austria. More or less the same country, anyway. They're not as good as Salzburg, though, because Salzburg beat them, so is this like sugar-free Red Bull? Oh, is this what this is? Ah, so so Maybe they don't give you wings, eh? No, so... 
they don't give us wins. Red Bull don't <laughs> yeah. give us wins. So where we're at just now with this is Salzburg are running away with it. Two mm. wins out of two. We've got three points. So do Leipzig. Mm-hmm. We've both beat Rosenberg. They've beat them away. So really, we're going to need to match that, and we probably need to get a point here, don't yeah. we? You're probably looking at maybe needing four points off Leipzig, which is daunting to say the least. I wish, see now we're flying in the league. I just wish we didn't have Europe by now because I don't want to get pumped in Thursday, man. No, because, well, that's a good point, Stephen, if if we have a bit of a hiding on Thursday because that result on a setback for us. Mm. Yeah, it always is. It's, they're always hard to take. I don't want to talk about it as if we're definitely going to get pumped. I think we all accept now that these are always going to be very difficult, especially away from home against a team that's fourth in the Bundesliga and has massive money behind it. Yep. What has been proven is they're not as good as Salzburg, so mm-hmm. that's hopefully a, a positive. But having said that, the only two teams they've lost to this season so far are Salzburg and Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund, who have been flying in the Bundesliga this year, those are the only two losses on their, their record this season. So it's all pointing towards a, a tricky night. They always are away, let's face it. Slightly more confident now that we've got the... Double B, Benkovic and Boyata at mm. the back. It looks fairly solid. What about, the, what about the other B, Brown? Mm. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. Forrest is not going to make it. Yeah, that's a problem, is it? Probably going to need to be Sinclair. It'll probably be the team that sort of fit the main team that played the game on Saturday. I hadn't actually considered that. It hadn't occurred to me that that's may, that might be why Sinclair ended up in the right-hand right. side against Hibs, of course, yeah. But do you play him or do you not? Because he was absolutely rancid there. Maybe that's that was his audition and he's clearly failed it. I would. I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world to just throw a guy like Morgan in, see what he's got. I don't think like it, that, it's a big but, risk. But the Celtic fans aren't going to turn on him if he doesn't. If I know, he doesn't. but look, I mean, I, I appreciate what you're saying, but sometimes. Johnston played against... Johnston's already played European games at a different level of opposition, yeah, obviously. I think... Uh, this might not make sense. I'm, I'm going to he- listen to it as it comes out of my mouth. <laughs> but I think sometimes repeated failure is better than new failure. So, you know, if you're going to send Morgan out there with a blank canvas and he has a horror show, then it's more difficult for him to recover from that than Sinclair, who were used to being quite patchy. And um, as you said earlier... Because look what's happened to Jack Hendry. You know, he's uh, had a few European howlers and he's just not recovered from them. He's even doing it for Scotland now as well. You said earlier, Scott Sinclair needs the ball to run on to. We're probably going to be playing on the counter-attack, so it might be the game for him. We really are going to miss Forrest. But saying that, Griffiths could come in and Edward could go out. Well, we still need somebody out in the right, don't we? So, so who, do we, who do we play out in the right? What's the... It's good on it's it's be Sinclair. Sinclair. It's Lewis Morgan, as, <laughs> okay. I, as I was saying. <laughs> no, I, I think it's... You're right, it's going to have to be Sinclair. It's going to be probably Sinclair, but I just... I don't know if I can go along with, like, better the piss you know, rather than when you... <laughs> the piss you know, <laughs> yeah. That, that well-known phrase. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Oscar Wilde that said... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should give that to the podcast title. <laughs> better the piss you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I do appreciate that it's a, it's a risk throwing the Morgan in there, but... We've got two solid seasons of crushing disappointment from Scott Sinclair to look back on and, and really we're just putting him in to do the exact same yeah. thing. I don't think that's a good enough reason to, to protect Lewis Morgan from He's it. already scored in Europe this season, Scott Sinclair? Yeah, of course he has a AK, yeah. uh, the consolation. Yeah, because what about um, what about Scott Brown? Is that a straight spot for Moambo? <laughs> Moambo. Well, weirdly enough, he wasn't even... Uh, Malumbu wasn't even the squad against no. Hibs. Um, he hasn't featured at all since... He, he kind of won everyone over. He was making a real play to be a, an official TMT guy with yeah. his pattern the last few weeks because he, 
He said, I think it was a press conference, was it? He said, basically, we just, ah, we'll beat Hearts, we'll beat Hibs, we'll be back top of the league <laughs> in no time at all. And everybody was like, yes, yes, big man. He's been gone. Can I just since. say, can I just say one thing? A bit of a PSA, public service announcement on Malumbu here. No A's in his name. No, no, no. For, right. for anybody, anybody <laughs> at all, any problems, I'm happy for you to reach out on me on Twitter and I'll tell you how to say his name. No A's. It's just all you's in that yeah. name. That's your Vils. What about this, boys? Everybody who I say. Came on, did quite well against Hibs. Well, it, you, let me tell you something. It's going to have to be Kuasi if Malumbu is injured because I can only assume that Malumbu's maybe got a bit of a knock. That's why he didn't play against Hibs. Is it any more or less of a risk than Morgan though? Because that that was the first time he'd played at all since Hearts since they're doing off Hearts, and the first the Hearts game was the first he played since Alishkert. So we're talking about. Probably about seventy minutes he's played all season, and he's not been that great in any of them. I'm so. just, I just worry that Morgan. I just, I am just worried about giving him a baptism of fire, and I think away in Europe and Germany could be a baptism of fire for him. And if he, I mean, I've, I do a Celtic podcast, should have probably researched this, but say we've got him on the left and Leipzig have a good right back, and he just spends ninety minutes getting. F- Absolutely roasted, but that happened to Ralston, and he's been. Oh wait, uh, yeah. <laughs> Remember he laughed in the face of Neymar. Uh, yeah, and Neymar ended Ralston's career for it. Basically, <laughs> we could go with a midfield free of Cham, McGregor, and Rogic. It's just out wide. If it's all left and butts, but if Brown makes it, it's unlikely. Well, I'd mm, say yeah, very unlikely. We don't know what the prognosis on Griffiths is. So, if Griffiths plays, you could put Edward out in the the left. Sinclair out in the right, or you could bring in Mulumbu and put McGregor out in the right. It's all ifs and buts right now, but we're going to get pumped in here. <laughs> so. uh, it doesn't matter who. Ifs and buts are our job, Melly. That's, that's what we do here. That's what this is, the ifs and buts. It's ifs and buts of the formation, but it's when we get pumped. So no, what, Sinclair's going to get a double and we're going to win 2-1 I don't, I mean, let's talk a bit seriously about our chances out in Germany. We have struggled, and we have struggled in Europe, there's no, there's no denying. Um, we thought that the Europa League might be our level. Um, certainly the last game, mm. Celtic had that old familiar rabbit in the headlights look that happens in Europe and teams just sort of steamroller over us. European tropes for Celtic, such as red cards, early goals. Mm, yeah. Silly, silly goals. Silly goals. We don't want to see any Michael Lustig getting absolutely roasted. These sorts of things... What we're looking for is, what I'm saying is, what we're looking for now is improvement. We don't necessarily need to go out and absolutely pump them 5-0, but let's not get a man ridiculously sent off. Michael Lustig maybe could stop across this week. Let's not concede within five minutes you of starting the game. You do Lustig, don't you? What did I say? Michael. Oh, well, it's, it's Michael, Michael to me. Mikel. Um, All right, Chris Common. <laughs> <laughs> let's have none of these silly things that we do and maybe just look to try and improve. How, well, how does no, that Jack, no Jack Henry, by the looks of it. So we've basically given ourselves a head start of not conceding a goal yeah. without before starting. So that's us at least saving ourselves two goals given away. So if they score, they're probably going to have to work for it and we'll, hmm. instead of us handing it to them. What's the... I worry as well if their left midfielders get any sort of pace. But the defence is looking good now. That back four picks itself. Yeah. It's solid enough. So it's a big test for it in Thursday. So let's see how it goes. Just don't want to get totally outclassed again because yeah. that Salzburg game was, was a washout, really. It was a complete and utter lesson. It reminded me of Munchen Gladbach yeah. a couple of seasons it's ago. Just, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just Wait. rolled over the top of us. We're just 
much better at everything than Celtic were. Better technically, better passing, better pressing, better everything. And that it was no fun to watch at all for that matter because this is the level we feel we should be competing at. But see if you see if you. I mean, if we were we were sitting here doing an an Red Bull Leipzig podcast. Um, we'd be sitting here saying, I mean, Celtic had a bit of a nifty start to the season. They lost in Europe, but the last couple of games, true, yeah. they've really hit their stride. They've scored 10 goals in their last two games. You know, and we... Leipzig, Leipzig drew at the weekend as well. So they'd be on yeah, on their shaky podcast, their 20 minute Leipzigs or whatever, yeah. 20 minute Bulls. <laughs> 20, 20 minute Bulls. <laughs> um, yeah, so, the, you know, Celtic, uh, you could, it could be argued that Celtic are hitting form at the right yeah. time. What, what do we want for this group, though? What do we, I mean, What's the other game? Is Rosenberg are obviously playing Salzburg? Where's that? We, we want Salzburg. Is that in Holland? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that? I've been doing that. I've been doing that joke for a, every time we play Rosenberg. I suggest they come from a different country than they actually do. We want Salzburg old. to power away with us, don't we? Yeah. Win every game mm-hmm. apart from us at Parkhead. That's what you want. You want them to power it. You want Rosenberg to be the whipping boys and lose yes. them all, and you want us and. Um, Leipzig. Leipzig to be to be fighting it out for that yeah. second spot. That's why a point would be a smashing result yeah. here. Uh, Celtic just don't do Celtic. This Celtic team don't do what Strachan Celtic team do and play really boring football and seem to sneak away with away draws. And this is where you say, "Oh, we have had six away draws in the last yeah. ten years <laughs> or something." But from my perception of the way we are playing at the moment, a a a tight draw is very unlikely. If I was a bookie, is what I'm saying. I'd give you better odds on 3-3 three, three mm. than 1-1. One, one. Yeah, right, definitely. Right. <laughs> you know, that's the way I see it just now. Hitting scoring form at the right time is the thing. You, as much as the defence looks good just now, it's largely untested at that level. Goals shouldn't be a problem. And Edward got one in the last game. But it's it's just, it's always the same old same old story with the defence, unfortunately, isn't it? There's always something, despite how solid it's looked, there's a there's a mistake in there with certain certain guys. I don't want to point fingers did at Benke, that. But. Did Benkovic? I don't think Benkovic played. So I think this will be the first European tie with this back four of potentially Lustig, Benkovic, Boyata, and KT. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was Jack Hendry and yeah. against Salzburg. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, oh dear. <laughs> Just his name these days. But Benkovic has made a massive difference. I think that was his first game at Celtic Park at the weekend, wasn't mm. it? Hopefully, as Stephen said, we just don't want to get murdered again. If we can come. Ideally, you're wanting at least a point, but again, I'll take a good performance because the team seems to be going somewhere right now, flying high in the league. If we can get some decent performances in Europe, pick up the wins against the home games we're meant to win and go from there. There's another big one on Sunday as well, so there's all sorts happening there. To be, to be fair, I'd take a shite performance and a result because it's a very short tournament. Definitely, it's a, it's a very I'm, short development. I'm not a snob when it comes to these things. See, if it comes to and Brendan Rodgers, he's obviously never going to say it publicly. But if if he was to go into the dressing room and say, "Look, let's let's change this up a wee bit. Let's get let's give the fans a draw at, at all costs." Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be against that. I'm not a snob. I don't want to see Celtic trying to Barcelona, Barcelona, mm. and things like that. To be perfectly honest, because we can't do that. It's a, it's a I know start. that's not. I know that's not what Leipzig are, but. Just falling on your own sword every time in Europe is, isn't impressive to me. No. We need a big performance from Edward, I'd say, in this yeah. game. He's got to hold the ball up better. He's got to give us that uh, focal point up front somewhere to hit. It's got to stick when it goes up there and he's got to Griffiths bring players into the game. game yeah. But it just depends who's playing either side of him. So we'll just need to wait and see the lineup. But we're going to need big performances from a lot of players. Cham, Rogic and McGregor are all going to need to step up again and 
big Benko and Boyata on the Ibe Rock solid at the back. Yeah. <laughs> There's that melee slap. There's that uh, sound effect. Right. Um, so that's that. That's the Europa League. Um, what's this, our second group game in the Europa League? Third. Third group game in the Europa League. Um, then we move on to another competition, which is not league business. One of the most talked about fixtures of the season. When was the last time Celtic played at Murrayfield? Ronnie? Yeah. Oh, Legia Warsaw, that was a horror show. And the oh. Europe, was that the Europa League as well? That yeah, was the Champions League qualifiers. qualifiers. That's, that was right. That Popped was... them 3-0, mate, according to That's history right. books. Let football win and all that, carry on. <laughs> Just at Sion. Yeah, we pumped Sion 3-0 as well. Right. <laughs> Let football win. Um, no, Celtic are in Scottish League Cup. Yep. Semi-final action against Hearts at Murrayfield. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know you're sitting there thinking, Murrayfield? Why are they not playing at Hamden? Well, from what I can gather, we're not playing at Hamden because of fixture congestion. So the idea was to have both games, two semi-finals, one day at Hamden. And to me, that, Sunday. To, that was a great idea. That was a great idea. But Aberdeen didn't like it, and neither did Hibs. But Aberdeen didn't like it because they couldn't get their fans down for kickoff and blah, blah, blah. CBA, couldn't yeah. be asked. Huh? So the SFA decided... Let's just make Celtic play at Murrayfield um, and then that will solve everything. And Celtic had a moan because there was no due process. They no. just decided to play Celtic in Edinburgh. Not even a coin toss. Not even yeah. a coin toss, not even a draw, just stick Celtic yeah. in Edinburgh. And then that left Aberdeen to have their three o'clock kickoff against Rangers, 50-50 split. It would sell out. But of course, Aberdeen fans didn't buy any tickets for that match. <laughs> um, so the whole thing is an absolute cluster shambles. Um, and what's resulted in that is Celtic are now playing Hearts at Murrayfield and the one team who have not been inconvenienced in the slightest throughout this whole debacle is Glasgow Rangers mm. who get to play their semi-final at Hamden just like they've always wanted but anyway Celtic v Hearts tough, Craig, tough game Hearts recently lost Ikpiachu is that his name? Ikpiachu or something? Ikpiachu I'm, yeah. I'm just I've just trying to say Pikachu there yeah. and messed it up um, weirdly enough there, there is actually a player who plays for Vasco da Gama whose name is Pikachu is yeah, it? Iago Pikachu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and John Suter both out for six months two first first 11 players for them hearts are top of the table so it's another tough game for us it's at a stadium I don't particularly like playing mm. football at the Legia Warsaw games weren't, weren't terrific for us they were not they were a horror show a horror show to say the least Looking forward to it, but getting the bus through, get a wee bevy, cup semi-final, can I whack it? Stephen, looking forward to it, or are you a bit worried? Uh, well, it's a, it's a it's going to be a tricky game, as you say, but I think at this stage, there's been a lot made of the fixture stuff, as, as you've said, but I think at this point, we all kind of expected Hearts form to level off and maybe dip by now. Yeah. It hasn't really. No. They lost to Rangers but in fairness, Rangers have been beating everyone at Ibrox. They've, they've been good at home this season. That's the only game Hearts have lost. Did you see the first goal? That oh, yeah, yeah, the hilarious. offside thing. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. But uh, they've been good. The Hearts have been good as much as they're an absolute nightmare to watch. Then they're top of the league. The, yeah. the league doesn't lie and all that. Those two injuries you've mentioned are, are very good news because that striker, Eric Piazzo, gave, gave us an absolutely torrid time earlier this season. Bullied our defence left and right. And Boyata is suspended for this game. So that, that's good news. Don't like to revel in an opposition player getting injured, yeah. but that's I'll, I'll take that. Does that mean Jack comes in? Oh, is Ayer no. fit? No, no, he's still injured. So we're looking at either Henry or Simunovic. Simunovic looks to Simovic. 
Simovich, yeah. Simovich. <laughs> he likes to have uh, leapt ahead of Jack Henry in the, the pecking order. Hasn't played a lot of football, but recently. Not much. He, he but, came on against St. Johnston when Brendan Rodgers was trolling towards the end of the game. <laughs> but, <laughs> saying that, <laughs> they see me trolling. Jack Henry has played quite a lot of football recently, and that seems to be his problem. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he can't win. Did you see Simovich recently... Um, there's been a lot made about oh, we've got the Croatian guys back together we've got these Croatian centre-halves but wasn't it that long ago he wasn't he that Croatian remember no, he, he can't he play international football he declared for Bosnia yeah. and then when when people were saying that the, the thing about oh we've got two Croatian defenders people were rightly pointing out oh, hold on is he no Bosnian and he answered and said no I'm Croatian Make your mind up, mate. I, 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 I'm not too sure of the, the geopolitical yeah. situation, but I do know that Bosnia and Croatia had a pretty bloody war. Yeah. So I don't know how popular it would make you to to be no. Croatian and then declare for Bosnia, then go back to Croatia. He's obviously pissed so many people off that, like Melly said, he's now banned he's from... Done, he's playing from international football. Um, I heard the rumour the reason he was bombed out... Right after some war chat there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he more or less refused to play. He more or less done the old I, I, we were playing away in Europe and I think we needed them uh, and it might have been a plastic pitch at some point last season mm. uh, and he refused to play and he felt they had a follow with Brendan Rodgers I heard that I don't, I don't know how much truth there is mm. in it but it sort of stands up but yeah I would I would certainly go for Jozo over Henry, Henry. Yeah. I mean I, I hate to be proven right on Jack Henry but I'm proven right on Jack Henry he just doesn't the boy doesn't have it at, at the moment Ah, he's pish. I saw, I saw <laughs> in the paper he'd done an interview and he was saying, you know, everything I do is under scrutiny. I'm thinking, well, aye. For a reason, yeah. to be honest. Uh, that's, that's, that's what being at Celtic is. That's that's the difference between the players that can make up the step up and the players that can't. You aye. just start doing good stuff then instead of, like, you're being <laughs> scrutinised because everything you do is wrong yeah. and you're causing goals at Scotland again. Yeah. He's just had, defend. He's had far more chances than most as well. Yeah. Many appearances he's had, none of them good. And Gamboa has certainly never had... Kouassi have never had as many chances as Jack Henry has had okay. and, and completely well, kind of fluffed these lines. So he can count himself lucky that he's still fancied under Brendan Rodgers. He's still considered for a role that he doesn't deserve. So I know... He is under scrutiny, and as I, I joked earlier, if he had done the thing Benkovic had done against Hibbs, the place would have erupted. But that, that's unfortunately for a reason, and it's because he's no had a good game yet. I don't like you, Stephen. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the boy that I was suspending. I know, this has I, just <laughs> rocked me a bit. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Definitely. So this is the treble. It will be the the treble treble, mm-hmm. but not um, as a lot. You read a lot, and you hear a lot, Stephen. Me and you were talking about. People say, well, we've won two double trebles. <laughs> and now we're going for a third double treble. That's nine trebles. <laughs> That's nine. Nine trebles. No. This is just the treble treble or yeah. the third treble. I mean, the League Cup is just a pathway to winning the treble. That yeah. is really the only Absolutely. thing The only thing you want. It would be extraordinary for Celtic to win three trebles in a row, especially with the strength of the league now. Like, mm. every season, this league has got stronger and stronger, what with Clarks, Kilmarnock and Neil Lennon's Hibs and now Craig Levine's uh, Hearts. And, and Brendan Rodgers Celtic definitely the, the four strongest teams in the league by far do you see he's progressing to the final yeah I've got to, I've got to think so it's going to be an untested defence as, mm. we've, as we've talked about several times it's just circumstances have dictated that it's going to be an unfamiliar defence but Celtic are hitting form right at the right time Hearts have given us a lot of trouble over the last couple of seasons a couple of I mean at least one total pumping <laughs> let's face it yes uh, but I've got to think, with Celtic in this scoring form, in this attacking form, with Rogic and Forrest and Edward all clicking at the same time, I've got to fancy Celtic. 
Melody, do you fancy Celtic? Yeah, hope hope so. See how we get on Thursday, going into it. Looking but, forward to it again. Don't let an easy score. No. Don't let that little no. rat <laughs> score. It's a, it couldn't be much tougher. Murrayfield, away, hearts. Levine. Is Levine. That, does it count as a Murrayfield hoodoo? Remember there was a Hamden one for a few years um, ago before Rodgers came in and just blew that out of the water. Well, there is must there, be. Yeah, is there a, a Murrayfield well, cursed? It's yeah. a... It's not a Hearts home game, so right. wonder how long the grass will be if we'll be properly on it. Um, so, I on the back of a European game, I think it'll be. A t- I think it'll go extra time. I think oh. it'll go extra time. Uh, Stephen, I believe you have one of your favourite games lined up <laughs> for us. I love it. We're doing uh, we're doing penalty shootouts. It's sudden death. I got to admit, I do like that format. Yeah, I do like that format. Right. Then, so. Except when we get the second player wrong, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh. If anyone hasn't listened to something like this before, what we do is we pull up an old lineup, an old dodgy lineup from a terrible game, <laughs> quite often a terrible game, and two of the contestants are going to take in turns to guess a player who played in that game. Sudden death, so we'll toss a coin for to see who goes first. Melly, call it. Heads. It's heads, you go first. So do you want to shoot or do you want to pass it to, to Jamie? Uh, I'll shoot. Okay. Well, I know Scott Brown was injured because he tore his hamstring, so missed mm. that pre-season under Ronnie D. I'll go Lee Griffiths. Is correct. Yes. Came on a second half sub. Um, did Cal McGregor play? He did. Oh. He started the game, oh. yes. One each. Mikel Lustig. Is correct. Came off for the aforementioned Griffiths in the 57th minute. Pressure's on. Charlie McGrew. Oh. Is correct. Oh. <laughs> Stefan Johansson. Correct again. Was booked in the game. Craig Gordon. Is incorrect. Fraser Foster. Just before he sold. Yeah, so well done, Melly. You win yet another 20 minute Tim's mug. We're going to need to create a wee shelf for all these <laughs> mugs you keep winning. The lineup was Foster, Van Dyke, Mulgrew, Matthews, Lustig, Griffiths, Izagiri, Commons, Pookie, Beaton, McGregor, Johansson, Stokes, Forrest. That's Pookie. including subs. Pookie doing well for Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. Pookie doing well for Norwich. We get absolutely red and raw in that game. 6 1 and I agree. Freedom, mate. Freedom. Let football win. <laughs> um, speaking of football and winning, Neil McCann's been sacked, so that's a win for everybody. Um, listen, Neil McCann is gone. He's out of our lives, and I'm sure he will be back on Sky Sports oh. with his big old rule book. And he's going to turn to page one of that rule book, and that rule book is going to say, win football matches. <laughs> There's the number one rule of the football game, Neil. Um, Kenny Miller is playing at Dundee. Interestingly enough, another manager, Kenny Miller, has managed to get the sack. That's Dundee, the boy at Livingston, mm-hmm. Marty, Pedro. Uh, Pedro, and Warbs, possibly, or McCoist. There's probably a litter of them in, uh, throughout his career. I think, England, America, Turkey, the lot. Neil, well, even if you just take into account this calendar year, it's Marty, the boy for Livingston, and. Neil McCann did Murray it's, was he officially sacked or was he just moved back oh, upstairs know. was he just sort of dragged dragged back the, the point I'm making is that every time Neil Mc, uh, every time Kenny Miller ends up at a club it just falls to shit <laughs> officially part of the worst ever Premier League club as well yes yeah um, and that will bring that will bring the podcast to the to a close um, if you like this podcast if you could leave us a review on iTunes five stars if you think we're a one star podcast um, maybe just don't <laughs> don't leave the review yeah, just leave us a wee review on iTunes that would be great if you like to listen to this podcast we are almost everywhere now you can get us on Spotify the Celtic News now app various um, podcast apps for Android and Apple thanks for listening
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.